Hello, hello, God morning. God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and oh, I had a good night's sleep because I had a glorious yesterday. I, honest to goodness, found favor all day long, everywhere I went. And I guess I led in with kindness and it came back to me. So it's just a good thing. You know, again, nobody's perfect, but I do know that if we try, we stand a really good chance of hitting the bullseye. So dedicating this podcast to the really nice store manager at CVS and one of the um, helpers um, in the makeup department. Just somebody that went the extra mile. And I tell you, it was appreciated. And uh, it just started with kindness. It is contagious. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now this is for anyone that has any aches or pains or any stiffness or anything going on in your body that you just need to release. So bow your head. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. That was for you, Hildred. When I wake up in the morning at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and here is what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me. I'll always be grateful throughout eternity. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? 
The Lord is my light and my hope and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So hope in God and take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? Amen. And now the Oloris prayer. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect. It never fails and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with the overflowing power of your love so that we can make a difference in this world and bring honor to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It is not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing that we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. Lord, thank you that your love is patient. Help us show patience with those around us. Lord, we thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend kindness to others. Lord, thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Lord, help us not to hold grudges, but choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we know even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that it is not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, the power of your forgiveness, and the power of your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more prayers. Get comfy. Dr. Joyce Meyer is such a good teacher. In her book, Trusting God Day by Day, uh, she's talking about forgiveness is yours to receive and to give. Colossians 3.13 says, Be gentle and forbearing with one another, and if one has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, 
so must you also forgive. From Genesis to Revelation, we read of God's forgiveness toward us and our need to forgive others. It is one of the main themes of the Bible. We're very eager to receive forgiveness, but we often find it extremely difficult to offer others the forgiveness that we have freely received from God. We may want to forgive, try to forgive, and pray to be able to forgive, and yet we remain bitter, resentful, and filled with angry and unforgiving thoughts. Why? If we want to forgive, why is it so difficult to do so? Well, the truth is, forgiveness hurts. It's painful. Fortunately, you can learn how to manage your emotions rather than allowing them to manage you. What can you expect from your emotions once you begin to operate in forgiveness toward yourself or others? Well, God is ready and willing to forgive you. But are you equally ready and willing to receive his forgiveness? Your emotions can get in the way. You may not feel worthy of receiving such a wonderful and undeserved gift from God. You may feel that you need to somehow pay for what you've done wrong. You may feel you must sacrifice in some way in order to pay for your sins. Now, if you do feel that way, I totally understand, and we can even say it's quite normal. But also, I must say that it is not God's will for you. Joyce Meyer says she persecuted herself for many years trying to pay a debt that Jesus had already paid. Over time, she came not to just understand, but to receive the truth that Jesus paid the price and took on himself the ultimate hurt so that she wouldn't have to. Listeners, you and I can't pay a debt that has already been paid. The only thing we can do is receive it or reject it. When we do learn to freely receive God's forgiveness, then it is easier to let it flow through us onto others. Trust in him. Forgiveness hurts, but Jesus took that hurt so that we could learn to forgive through him. No matter how much it hurts, trust God and forgive. You'll find his freedom and joy on the other side. Amen. Love it, love it. And while you're paying attention, (laughs) let's read some Proverbs for today. This is instructions, marching orders directly from our Lord. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not respond to rebukes. From the fruit of their lips, People enjoy good things, but the unfaithful have an appetite for violence. Those who guard their lips preserve their lives, but those who speak rashly will come to ruin. 
A slugger's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked make themselves a stench and bring shame on themselves. Righteousness guards the person of integrity, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. One person pretends to be rich yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor yet has great wealth. A person's riches may ransom their life, but the poor cannot respond to threatening rebukes. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Whoever scorns instruction will pay for it, but whoever respects a command is rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. Good judgment wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful leads to their destruction. All who are prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy envoy brings healing. Whoever disregards discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. A longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but fools detest turning from evil. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Trouble pursues the sinner, but the righteous are rewarded with good things. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. An unplowed field produces food for the poor, but injustice sweeps it away. Whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. The righteous eat to their heart's content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. Amen. Gotta love the Proverbs, gotta love them. And let's do a serenity prayer and then take a break. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. 
trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will. I want to be reasonably happy in this life, Lord, and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Okay, going to take a break and we'll be right back. Have a pen handy. I'm going to let you know how you can get in touch with Pray With Me. If you'd like to support this podcast, and we need it, we have the listenership, um, but we got to satisfy Spotify and Apple Podcast and Anchor and everybody, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Thank you. And let's hear a few passages from God's way day by day. Philippians 2.13 says, It is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. God's benefit plan is absolutely fantastic. Those who accept Christ Jesus as their personal savior receive two tremendous benefits, forgiveness of sin and eternal life. You cannot beat those benefits. The daily benefits of following Christ are also tremendous. You get guidance, provision, protection, comfort, help in resolving life's problems, and an outpouring of God's presence. Amen. And then Psalm 1715. I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. We must understand that God's primary purpose in our lives is not to meet our needs, but to conform us into the likeness of his son. Many people make God out to be a type of genie, always ready and willing to give them precisely what they desire at any particular moment. They see God as the wish fulfiller, the one who turns all of our dreams into reality, the ultimate fairy godfather, the one who makes all things just the way we desire for them to be. Well, while it is true that our God is our father and our provider, and while it is equally true that God desires only the best for us for all eternity, God is not present in our lives to do things our way. He is present in our lives so that we might desire and choose to do things His way. Oh, I love that. God is present in our lives so that we might desire and choose to do things His way. Amen. Oh, goodness. I just love the word. I love it. Okay, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. 37. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and 
with all your mind. Loving God is a commandment in God's word because, like following all the commandments, loving God brings good into our lives. It is not a commandment because God fears that we will not love him unless he commands us to do so. Rather, it is a commandment because God alone is worthy to be loved. It is the only appropriate response to make towards one who loves as he loves. There is no other acceptable or honorable response that we can make. It's as if we are being told that there's only one right thing to do, so do it. God brings good into our lives. Period. Love it, love it. Amen. And now In Touch Magazine. Okay, it says that we need each other in order to grow. We need each other to help and be helped. Take time to notice and appreciate the people that God has put in your life, especially consider those who are different from you, individuals you might not automatically be drawn to, who's in a season of life similar to yours, who could offer wisdom, who could offer accountability? Is there someone who can encourage you in a hard time? The Christian life is at its richest when it is shared day in and day out. Prayerfully ask the Lord to help you make meaningful, lasting connections with your sisters and brothers in Him. That's awesome and powerful and beautiful. Okay, stand by. When I come back, I'm going to read from the Bible and wrap up the podcast. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to title this Bible reading, Obedience is a Good Thing. Do you often find yourself wondering why God doesn't answer your prayers or why, despite all your best efforts, the circumstances of your life still don't work out? The answer could lie in your level of obedience to God, or waiting may be the result of God wanting you to be still, to trust Him, and watch for His cue to move forward. Any area of disobedience needs to be addressed. Sin prevents us from experiencing God's best. Perhaps God has asked something of you, and in response, you've either ignored his word or done only part of what he asked. Hmm. True obedience to God means doing what he says and when he says it, how he says it should be done, and as long as he says to do it, regardless of whether or not you understand the reasons for it 
until what he says is accomplished. Before you try to make a list of everything that God has ever asked you to do or not do, consider this. Is there one particular area in your life in which you struggle to obey the Lord? As you read scripture, does he continually bring a specific thing to mind? When you go to him in prayer, does the same issue surface repeatedly? If the Lord is bringing something to your mind, even right now, consider this. It could be that you have been living in the same uncomfortable situation for years because at some point you chose to do the things your way instead of God's way. Following his will instead of your own can make a tremendous difference in your life, which is why you must make obedience to him your top priority. I'm telling you, listeners, obedience is a good thing. I'm obedient. And I recently became obedient. Just saying. But to do so, You need to understand why submission plays such an important role in your relationship with God. An excellent biblical example to illustrate the point is Noah. Noah, who obeyed God, even when what the Lord asked him to do didn't seem to make sense. He called this man to build an enormous ark, something that seemed both impossible and illogical. And Noah complied without asking any questions. Will people criticize you if you're obedient? Probably. Will it always be popular to obey God? No. Will people think that you do ridiculous things? No doubt. Will they laugh at you? Perhaps. But think about this. Noah chose to walk with God in the midst of a corrupt society. In fact, it had grown so wicked that God determined to destroy every living human on the face of the earth with the exception of one family, Noah's. We can only imagine what those evil people must have said to Noah as they watched him day after day. But soon after the raindrops started falling, all of the mockers stopped talking. Noah obeyed God despite what other people thought of him, and the Lord spared him from the great flood that covered the earth. If he had listened to his critics, Noah would not have built the ark, and he would have been swept away with everyone else. Instead, he chose to obey God, and regardless of any misgivings that he had, he made the right choice. When we choose the path of obedience, we must be prepared for negative responses, but knowing that God has an excellent reason for his command will help us in extraordinary ways. We must never focus on the things or the people who try to distract us from doing God's will. 
Yay, that message is for me. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit enables us to obey every word of God's commandments and always, always, always directs us in the very best way possible. So therefore, whatever he requires of us, whether it be painful or joyful, profitable or costly, reasonable or peculiar, our Heavenly Father will give us the ability and the strength to be faithful regardless of what others think or how our circumstances appear. So please choose to obey Him even if you don't understand why He asks you to do something. Just have faith in His instructions and trust that they are good. That way, You can become the person that he wants you to be, do the work he desires of you, bear the fruit he enables you to bear, and receive all the blessings that he has prepared for you. Amen. I think you heard me. Obedience is a good thing. Try to make obedience to God your top priority and lean on the Holy Spirit that will enable you to walk obediently before God. Bye for now.